Hey, it's Alan Smithson. Welcome to the third and final installment of our limited series podcast, where I take you through our recently launched XR collaboration project. Third episode, part three of the trilogy. Here we go. <clears throat> collaborating for the first time. Before you start collaborating in XR, we should address some housekeeping to ensure a smooth experience for all those involved. This includes preparing your physical environment and setting up each of the XR collaboration tools that you plan on using. These steps will differ depending on the combination of devices and tools you plan on using. In addition to helping you select the best XR tool to suit a variety of your specific needs, the xrcollaboration.com website provides some product-specific information on how to set up for different tools and devices, together with approximate estimates of how much time you should allow for those tasks. Preparing your physical environment. Upgrade your network connectivity. Whether you're using a video conferencing tool or an XR collaboration tool, you will want to ensure you have a stable and reliable internet connection. A poor internet connection is likely to interfere with the experience, even render it useless. Visit a website like dslreports.com to test your connection speed. Even though the focus of this publication is on XR collaboration, we know that most of you will be thinking about the requirements for video conferencing tools, so we've provided that information as well. If you're using a video conferencing tool, you'll need an internet connection, broadband wired or wireless 3G or 4G LTE. Minimum bandwidth is 600 kbps up and down, and recommended is 1.5 mbps up and down. We generally recommend an average of an additional 60 to 160 kbps for VoIP traffic. We go over optimum bandwidth for video conferencing in our XR collaboration document. The actual bandwidth requirements and utilization will vary based on multiple factors, including the make and model of the web camera used, the resolution setting of the camera, the frames per second FPS setting, how many cameras are activated in the meeting, how many active cameras are on the same network, the bandwidth utilization of other meeting activities, such as screen or desktop sharing, voice over IP or VoIP, etc., or whether or not the PC in question is transmitting video or only receiving. Issues begin when there is interference in the network that cause a delay in data transmission, which comes in the form of latency, jitter, and packet loss. Acceptable latency for video conferencing is less than 300 milliseconds round trip from one endpoint to another before a noticeable delay is registered. The degree of acceptable latency is influenced by the type of video conference. It is also desired to have less than 40 milliseconds jitter and 1% or less packet loss. XR collaboration tool requirements. Minimum bandwidth. If you're using an XR collaboration tool, you will need a good internet connection, broadband wired or wireless 4G or 5G. Optimum bandwidth is 1.5 Mbps up and down. We generally recommend an average of an additional 60 to 150 Kbps for VoIP traffic. It might surprise you, but the bandwidth requirements for XR collaboration tools are generally much lower than video conferencing tools. This is because most of the content is preloaded before you enter a collaboration room or session. A higher bandwidth will result in faster startup time getting into a session. Once a session is started, bandwidth is primarily consumed by voice, annotation, movement tracking, and for other users, 
avatars, and content 2D, 3D insertion and sharing, as well as video. Of course, if you start sharing your computer screen into your session, you will also need extra bandwidth for the video streams. Overall, if you have 10 Mbps down, you should be able to handle anything. What is more important than bandwidth for XR is latency of your connection. If you're using a VR device and plan to be standing and moving, you'll need clear rectangular space in the real world to move around in. Depending on the device you're using, you may need to set up tracking sensors, often referred to as lighthouses or base stations, used to track your physical movements and reflect those in the virtual environment. Newer devices often have those sensors built right into the device, which makes this initial setup a much more straightforward process. Typically, we recommend a safe area in excess of three feet by three feet or one meter squared. However, some tools will work best with a minimum safe area of five feet by five feet or a meter and a half squared. The useful guardian feature of the Oculus Quest streamlines this process by giving the users the ability to establish a safe area within any room, which the device will remember and recognize for the duration of the session. If you're gonna be engaged in lengthy XR collaboration sessions, or are unable to stand, it might be preferable to optimize your setup for sitting down. In which case, we recommend using a seat that can swivel to reduce the amount of strain on your body when looking around at different areas in your XR environment. While some devices like the HoloLens are designed to let users wear spectacles underneath the visor, some HMDs are not compatible with prescription glasses, or at least don't allow the room to wear them comfortably. Should you not wish to wear contact lenses when using XR, it is possible to order prescription inserts for various devices such as the Magic Leap 1. These usually cost in the range of $100 to $250 US. The quality of your voice and the reduction removal of background noise is very important to your XR collaboration experience. We recommend that you select a good noise-canceling unidirectional microphone. It should be something that feels comfortable to wear over long periods of time. Some people prefer boom or desktop stand mics. Preparing your XR environment. Since you're probably using XR collaboration tools in a professional setting, it'd be wise to select a username that makes you readily identifiable. Your first name plus last initial is a good approach. As for your avatar, design one that is easily identifiable as you by others. Consider using your own face image or customize your clothing style where such options are available. Some tools have more sophisticated avatar personalization options than others. You should allow for a learning curve and budget some time to familiarize yourself with the tools available. Plan at least 30 to 60 minutes for your first experience to access tutorials and learn how to navigate the menus and other features. Don't overdo it. As many people get used to XR devices, they may find it natural and enjoy the experience, or they might not have a tolerance for more than 20 to 30 minutes at a time. This is especially true with VR, where some people even experience motion sickness. Although simulator sickness is more common in movement-intensive games, we do not recommend VR meetings more than 30 minutes long until you're comfortable, and then working up to longer sessions. Next, we'll identify key XR collaboration tools and provide a detailed description of the features and their benefits. This will be important to understanding the potential of using XR collaborations for your communication needs. Modes of interaction. 
XR platforms are increasingly incorporating voice-based technologies that improve the user experience and make interactions more intuitive, simultaneously bringing them closer to what we naturally expect in real life and enhancing them with superpowers that are not available in the course of an average face-to-face -face or video conference meeting. These superpowers include voice commands that can bring up information in the form of digital displays or holographic objects, or AI assistants that can take save, and subsequently share meeting notes and action points. They can even translate what is being said into various languages, visible only to the relevant participants. These productivity-enhancing functions are increasingly becoming features of various platforms, and we expect the trend towards intuitive, voice-based interaction to continue as the demand for them grows in the business community. The ability to share information visually in a three-dimensional space is a powerful advantage afforded by XR collaboration tools. In addition to building a sense of presence and immersion, this also reduces the cognitive load on the brain, which from a neuroscience perspective allows more efficient comprehension and retention of information. Most people find it difficult to visualize abstract concepts and two-dimensional data on a spreadsheet. Yet in XR, it is possible to present the same information in a more relatable and instantly recognizable ways that do not prevent us from being fully present in the moment. Controllers. In order to create the sense of embodied cognition crucial for immersion and presence, it is important that a user's physical actions are accurately mirrored in the virtual environment. Controllers have become increasingly sophisticated at tracking and translating hand movement with little or no lag, as well as allowing them to access menus and transport themselves to those environments with a simple few clicks. As XR technology evolves, we're likely to increasingly see such interfaces becoming more transparent, meaning that movements can be tracked without the need for the user to be holding an actual controller. Lightweight wearables will not only allow for a more nuanced movements, but also haptic feedback that can convey the feeling of pressure, resistance, and temperature. In the not-too-distant future, we could expect realistic and entirely sanitary XR handshakes to become the new social norm for business interactions. Gaze tracking. Just as voice and gesture recognition technologies have come along in leaps and bounds in recent years, gaze tracking has evolved to the point where devices use it to replace the need for controllers in many instances. Microsoft's HoloLens 2, for example, allows you to trigger various actions simply by directing your gaze towards a holographic button or trigger, or automatically scroll text in tandem with the speed of particular user reads. Although this is a relatively high-end feature right now, we expect it to filter down to more affordable mass consumer devices in the future, and for such intuitive interactions to become increasingly the norm. Content. XR collaboration tools offer a wide range of functionalities that replicate and or augment other digital collaborative tools like file sharing, messaging, calendars, clocks, timers, and even traditional real-world ones such as whiteboards and sticky notes. Humans are hardwired to pay attention to sound and instinctively use it to map their surroundings, find points of interest, and assess potential danger. Spatial audio is key to making XR collaboration more immersive and building the aforementioned sense of presence. It emulates how we perceive sound in the real world. By mimicking the pitch, volume, reverberation, and other audio cues the brain would expect from the real world. It allows programmers to create content 
whose sounds can be coming from any direction. To achieve this, XR uses software algorithms that manipulate a program's sound wave frequencies, creating audio that becomes louder or softer depending on the user's distance from a virtual object. The sound also shifts from one headphone speaker to the other as the person moves their head from side to side or as virtual objects move around them. A room in VR is a broad term, ranging from a sparse boardroom to deserted beaches, industrial plants, or even the surface of another planet. From Ian Dawson's Iron Man Jarvis interface in Tony Stark's lab to Dolce Beyerga's simulators in Second Life, the potential for branded and customized XR environments is tantalizing. There are already many ways users can build customized and branded rooms with relative ease, but it's also worth investing the time in optimizing the room to maximize your collaborative efforts. You're likely to be spending a lot of time in those rooms as virtual meetings become more commonplace. While standard rooms have a limited set of standard environments, customized environments can be integrated with a variety of content like streams from social media platforms such as Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Additionally, it is popular to upload customers' banners and 3D models into the room where guests can interact with the additional content. XR platforms tend to mirror the way we approach shared spaces in the real world, namely dividing them into public and private rooms. Public rooms in XR tend to be readily accessible and free to use, yet offer limited privacy and customization features. Private spaces, however, offer options for the user to decorate and personalize the layout with virtual objects, social media feeds, bot assistance, and much more, depending on the platform. Crucially, you also have the option to invite others or deny access to that space. There is no set prescription about which type of room is best suited for each use case, but as a rule, a casual meeting would likely be held in a public space whereas an important and potentially confidential presentation lasting over a half an hour would perhaps justify the creation of a dedicated room. Many XR collaboration tools provide users the ability to replicate real-world environments virtually, mirroring the look and layout in XR and minimizing the need for creating and setting up environments from scratch. Some XR collaboration tools also offer the ability to have the same room being broadcast to multiple users should that room run out of space. Content control. One of the most off-putting problems that new XR users encounter is a sense of disorientation when moving or trying to view content at different angles within a virtual room. Therefore, many collaboration tools offer the ability to lock the scene in place so that you may observe your surroundings, your own appearance, and that of others undisturbed. The Amazon streaming subsidiary Twitch focuses on the gamer community. Twitch is also being used for live concerts and shows and is therefore most appropriate for a narrow segment of use cases. YouTube was one of the first platforms to actively embrace immersive 360 video live streaming and continues to support this. Facebook is investing heavily in immersive technologies, not only in VR with the family of Oculus hardware, but also in developing future augmented wearables and virtual social tools that integrate with Facebook. Many XR platforms offer the ability to stream directly to Facebook, and this functionality is likely to become widespread as further tools are developed to entice users to engage with various XR technologies and incorporate them into their daily lives. 
As a feature, session recording can be very handy not only for note-taking without having to assign a person, but also to enable participants who might not have been able to attend the meeting for whatever reason a chance to catch up. This is particularly useful in distributed teams where different time zones make it challenging for everyone to meet at the same time. This can also be used for conferences where people want to watch it on playback. If a platform offers automatic session transcription, this saves significant time in terms of note-taking during meetings and once again is a valuable tool for minimizing distraction and helping participants to become meaningfully engaged in their interactions. Administrative. There are a number of features that XR Collaboration platforms provide to facilitate administrators and organizers of collaboration sessions. Some of the XR Collaboration tools provide diagnostics that you can use to evaluate your custom room design or additional content to make sure your fellow collaborators have a great experience. Working with a virtual team can be complicated, especially if you are separated by different time zones. Some XR collaboration tools provide features to overcome time zone challenges and make the most of your geographically distributed team. For example, some automatically calculate time zone differences and take those into account when arranging meetings. However, if time zone management isn't a built-in feature of your XR collaboration tool, here are two tools that can be used to coordinate schedules across the world. Every time zone. Need to know what time it is or will be across the world when you schedule your next XR collaboration? Every time zone lets you compare multiple time zones from now or at a specified future date. World Time Buddy. Planning an XR session across multiple time zones, World Time Buddy gives you a side-by-side -side view of scheduling in every time zone you need in order to help you choose the perfect time for your session. When multiple people are working from different time zones, communications can quickly get complicated. It's a good idea to set a default time zone for your group, either where the majority of participants are located or where your clients are. Alternatively, GMT, Greenwich Mean Time, is still commonly used as standard. It is important to review each tool's capabilities in terms of the maximum number of simultaneous collaborations you can have in one room or session, and the total number of sessions. Most XR Collaboration tools have capacity limits. This information is available in the XR Collaboration product directory hosted at xrcollaboration.com. It is important to evaluate tools to determine if they support specific participant role types. As you engage in collaborations with more than 10 people, you should find having separate features for admin, moderators, speakers, collaborators, and viewers valuable. The amount of time it takes to onboard yourself or other new users to an XR collaboration platform is important to take into consideration. We have taken a look at the different training tools and methods, interactive first-run experiences, video tutorials, written tutorials, etc. for each XR collaboration tool, and put this information in the XR collaboration product directory at xrcollaboration.com. Session analytics are specific analytics that you will want to get from XR Collaboration tools, primarily the information about both events occurring in the artificial reality and of the device being used to create the artificial reality. It can be useful to review the session analytics to determine the effectiveness of your room design, XR tool feature access, and content assets. XR analytic metrics can be divided into these groups. XR scene metrics. 
Sometimes the design of a room or 3D space you're using for XR collaboration isn't enough. Analysts commonly visualize this information as a heat map, coloring the different regions of a VR space according to the amount of attention they receive from users. The more interest an area gets, the more red it appears. You can use the scene metrics to evaluate the results of your design and content layout and make changes as required. Event zones, where users are participating within a room or virtual space. Gaze heat maps, where users are focusing their eyes. User paths, how users flow through the XR environment. Content engagement, which content elements users are interacting with. Tool engagement, which functions users are interacting with. We need to ensure that the devices being used by XR collaboration participants are effective for the experience. Remember that technical issues will reduce the desire for people to use XR for collaboration, so we want to know about them right away. Here's where XR device metrics come in handy. For example, VR needs to run at at least 90 frames per second. A drop in frame rate could produce lagging or choppiness that disorients your fellow collaborators. Some of the metrics of interest are performance, FPS, teleportation events, locomotion count, hardware data, user devices by class and model, HMD collision with the world, controller collision with the world, button presses, attendee session metrics. Gathering data about what people do during an XR collaboration meeting is important, especially for teachers and business managers. Tracking session time is a common practice for web analysts across all digital platforms, but it is especially relevant for XR since it can be a meaningful measurement of engagement. When users are immersed in an XR experience, they tend to spend a lot of time and focus on exploring their surroundings, even when they're aware of interaction opportunities. Session time can offer valuable insight into the immersive and transportive effects of your VR experience. Some metrics to look for to support this analysis would be number of attendees, comparison between attendee counts, RSVP and kicks or removals, user locations geomapping, and session time. And with that, you are now primed to start shopping for an XR collaboration product. There are many out there already with more entering the marketplace nearly every day. Rather than get into details of each product in this podcast, we highly recommend that you visit xrcollaboration.com and use our interactive feature comparison tools to select the best product for your particular needs and requirements. Tools are shown in randomly sorted order and not based on any specific recommendation and are free for everyone to use, and we've tried to be as non-biased as possible in this. We have, however, group tools that are more general purpose separately from tools that are designed to address more specific needs and industries. The website hosts this publication in both HTML and downloadable PDF formats and will be updated periodically, so make sure you sign up with your email address for any updates. Thanks for listening. This has been Alan Smithson, host of the XR for Business podcast, founder of XR Ignite, and CEO of Metaverse.